Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Hump Day Pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Hump Day, and we're going to talk about some amazing things today. First of all, let us recognize our star power. Let us look into the mirror. Let us look into our phone. Let us look into uh, the mirror in our car when we're starting it up and going upon our day. Let us recognize where we are, where we're going, what's next on our journey, and let us be happy and are today instead of us focusing so much of our time on what didn't work out or what isn't happening let's focus on what is happening let's focus on the good i know it's impossible to focus on the bad but i know it's possible to focus on the bad but it's not impossible to focus on the on the good and the yays and the positivity i want you to Look at all those things, enjoy the sunshine, and know that, yes, you can. And I'm going to do that with you. I'm going to listen to my own words instead of being the person that says one thing on a podcast and then gets discouraged automatically after. Because some people aren't nice and some situations aren't great, but you can't get discouraged. You have to take one thing and just keep going. I mean, that's the only way to do it. Anyways, moving into the next part of our conversation, I hope you know you're a star wherever you are. Anyways, let's get to the fun part of the conversation I was just telling you about. So last week, Elon Musk, I think it was on Friday, if I'm right, posted a tweet in the wee hours of the morning saying he was putting buying Twitter on hold. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's going to fully back out of it i was excited with the fact that he was going to buy it so he could get rid of all the vultures that are trying to condemn free speech um but i don't know if twitter's worth saving he might have recognized that there's no saving it and that's why he made that decision there's just so many people that are against having actual free speech and they'll go to any route to end it it's really pathetic and i just want to point out wasn't that the entire point of creating these platforms or having social media so there was free speech because none of this is free it's all a bunch of hypocrisy hidden in lies and hypocrisy hidden in lies isn't okay is it I mean, when are we going to be completely honest about this stuff? Like, Twitter can't ban people because they have opinions. That's not free speech. That's condemning free speech. And allowing one group to chastise people's houses about Roe v. versus Wade can't exist if you're not okay with what happened on January 6th. It, it can't be hypocrisy. Now, no one got injured. No one died. Biden became the president of the United States. I know everybody wants to act like January 6th was so horrible. But at the end of the day, when we look at it, like actually look at the situation, did that day stop them from implementing law? Did what they're saying is a tassel takeover actually happen? No, it didn't. So I know you want to act like January 6th was bad. And I'm not saying it was great. It it wasn't great. I'm not saying they deserve to experience all of that. They didn't. But 
another thing is they open the doors for that the police that are, aren't supposed to do that open the doors wide open for those people to get in there so i know you want to pick your battles but you can't be picking your battles showing one opinion toward one thing and a different opinion toward another that's not how things work not only that but that's not okay i'm not going to be on board with that i'm just not Elon Musk is an intelligent person. If something's a red flag, he's probably seen it. There's a lot of problems going on in the United States right now. The Republicans are trying to hold up a bill from being passed, uh, sending $40 billion over to Ukraine. And I don't know why they're sending all this money over to Ukraine, why the American people pay for them to prolong a war that we don't have anything to do with. Now, I want to be on the side of Ukraine here, but I also want to be on the side of America here. There's a lot of people that agree with what I'm saying. Why are we building this up and allowing this to continue this way? Why isn't anyone stopping this? Republican, Democratic, progressive, what are we doing? Because we're giving money to a country that's never going to give it back. And I understand there's a lot of chaos going on and bad things happening, especially with, uh, you know, psychotic Putin. But how much can we give before it becomes how much are we going to lose? The markets are red. Housing markets dying. Everything is bad. There's nothing good happening right now. Everything is bad. Everything in the United States is horrible. So you're sending these people over here as refugees for us to give them things. But there's really nothing to give them because we don't have anything. Our gas prices are ridiculous. Our inflation is at a ridiculous rate. Groceries cost so much. Food's unbelievable. Buying clothes. You see what I'm talking about? If you have to go to work, you have to drive to work. So then you have to get gas. So now you have to think differently. You have to think differently about what you're buying to eat because it has to last for meals. Like you have to think differently about how you're cooking. You have to think d- differently about owning versus renting because you're wasting money on renting. Like there's so much going wrong here. And no one's pointing it out. The media is a shit for show sham that only wants to work for the elite, the top of one and they don't tell any type of truth and then they want to just condemn Republicans but the only people that are working for the people here are Republicans and it's so frustrating because why do we keep funding things we don't have anything to do with and if if you're acting like the war in Ukraine is that bad then why aren't we helping Ethiopia why aren't we helping other countries that need help There are other countries in Africa, South Africa, Haiti, that actually need help and assistance that don't have governments that are able bodies that we're not helping, that we help destroy. Are we helping them? How is it that we bring Afghanistanian people over here, but we won't help the other people I just mentioned? Did you hear what I just said? There's always a war in this world. How are we a part of who when America can't help America? Like, it's like it's a game. Like, where's Waldo? But it's like, where's America? Because we're in America, but these these values aren't American. They're, they're losing their values here. And it's frustrating because my belief in America is that we're a country that doesn't lose sight of the people that reside here, the Americans. 
I was proudly born as an American and I'll proudly die as one. Even if I move to another country and I get, I become a resident of Canada or whatever. Dual citizenship. This isn't okay. And nothing is going to convince me that it is. And I don't want to hear these morons running around trying to stay in positions while they get paid our tax money and then they don't do anything. Remember how I talked yesterday about the fact that infrastructure has not happened and there's dented roads and things all over the country. There's more problems than just that. There's problems with everything. It's frustrating and no one's taking any of this into consideration. Just No one's looking at the bigger picture here. If we keep helping other places and we don't help America, America is going to be no more. If we're in all this debt and there's no way to pay it back and the Fed keeps printing money and they keep bailing out things that don't deserve it, you're going to get what you're asking for. Right? How else does this work? Right? Doesn't that make sense? Americans, those listening to these podcasts, even people that aren't American that live in other countries, you have to hold your government responsible. You have to take into consideration what they're doing and what you're seeing. If you're going to elect somebody into office or keep them in office or keep them as an incumbent, you should be making decisions that are going to be valuable to yourself. What are they talking about that's going to be valuable to you? If you're working at a job and you're paying your taxes, the taxes shouldn't be squandered. I don't like watching the United States only want to help one group of people that they're actually not helping. They're not actually helping the poor. You know what they're doing? They're destroying the middle class. And that's the class I was raised in. Uh, middle to upper middle. That's the class I was raised in. The, I, I'm a middle class citizen. Me and my husband both make a salary that's a, a pretty good amount of money. You know, And I'm not saying that to shove that in anybody's faces. We work very hard. Like What I'm saying is... We're living a middle-class life. We're probably overpaying for rent. I own my car. He's doing whatever he's doing with his car. You know, we're both college-educated. He has a bachelor's degree. I have a master's. Like, we both, we've both worked very hard in our lives to be where we are now, right? And I'm not saying other people don't do that. Everybody works hard at their own rate. Some people don't have master's degree. Some people don't have bachelor's degree. But some people still work very hard. Regardless of your education, if you've worked at a job, you've put time, effort, sweat, and your mind into things, that's basically the same thing. I'm not trying to downgrade the fact that I'm college educated because that's a lot. But what I am saying is that We have to hold these politicians accountable. What Putin's doing is horrible. I mean, how long are they going to let him do this? The Biden administration 
hiding, acting like his son, Hunter Biden, didn't have a laptop that he had. How many times do I have to bring that up? He had a laptop that we all said he had, and they all lied about it. The New York Times is the worst times. Don't believe anything that they're saying. You can't listen to these these newspapers and these shitty-ass Clinton News Network distributors of lies. You, You can't believe anything they're saying. You can't be a part of the lying. These are all the liars. The reason I have this tone today with how I'm talking is because we have to hold them accountable. The reason I call this segment in the podcast of Born Beauty Star No Media Allowed is because I don't want media to be allowed. I don't want to talk about what the Young Turks are talking about because the Young Turks aren't talking about anything. The majority report isn't talking about anything. They're not actually touching on fact based knowledge. I don't want to hear you condemn Tucker Carlson, who's speaking to millions of people on Fox. And I got to tell you right now, TYT, Fox is doing a hell of a lot better than you're doing. Sorry, just need to tell you that. And I'm not saying that uh, Jinx shouldn't be happy about creating an industry of progressive thoughts, because he should be happy about that. But he's changing the narrative. He admitted he was a Republican. So you go from Republican to progressive, something happened there. Now, I am not on any side. I don't, I'm not Republican. I'm not Democratic. I'm, I don't want to say undecided, but I just, I don't have a side because I disagree with both of them on many different things. Democrats don't know what they're doing with money. And I don't want to hear the young Turks, Anna Kasparian, condemn Turco Carlson for speaking to his base. That company is doing a phenomenal job when we're looking at them we're looking at the money and we're looking at the numbers if we're looking at that then they're doing great i still sit on what i said you can't take news seriously or you can't take anything they're saying seriously because you can't but you can't be a voice that wants to condemn the other side and take away their ability to have an opinion And then you want to force everybody that you're speaking to to just be okay with what the fuck you're saying. That's what progressive is. The idea is they want to give, 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 give. That doesn't work because somebody has to pay for it. You want free medical. Who the fuck is paying for that? See my point? Like, who? Me and you. The middle class. That they keep trying to fucking destroy. Me and Skip are trying to buy a house right now. I can't tell you how difficult this shit is. Every time we see something, it's being hyperinflated and it's insane. Not only that, but as a young American and like a millennial, whatever, they're making everything difficult. Like you're thinking about having kids, but it's like, do you want to have kids in this? And you've got all these different feelings and it's like, What about my values? What about my thoughts? What about my opinions? I don't fit in progressive. I don't fit in democratic. I don't know about Republican. I just, I have questions and none of these people can answer them. And listen to the the guy that speaks on CNBC or these news hours or any of the shit that they have just leaves me with more questions every day. Just what's happening here? Why the fuck did Nancy Pelosi think it was necessary to go to Ukraine? She's showing the American woman she doesn't give a fuck about us. That's what she's doing.
You're going over there on a plane with your fucking corrupted shit with money trying to protect Hunter Biden? Hmm, that's what it looks like. Smells bad. Nancy Pelosi is a horrible, horrible woman, and she needs to be driven out of that position and never allowed back. I'm going to rest my case on that. Moving on to the next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that no media is allowed, no media is allowed. Persistence is an amazing thing. What does persistence mean? Persistence means if you're trying to accomplish something, you keep going at it. You don't just stop and give up. You don't have the mind thought of, I don't know how I'm going to finish this. How's this going to happen? You have the mindset of, okay, I'm going to have to do this differently or I'm going to have to keep going. Persistence is, let's hypothetically say you lose your job and you're looking for another one. You get right back on a horse and you keep pushing and you keep trying to get another one. Persistence is, if you're picking up a... Uh, hobby and you want to draw or you want to paint or you want to learn how to do watercolor so you take a class persistence is if you're not good at it you keep trying uh you know persistence is if you want to learn something if it's a language if you want to learn how to be a blogger if you want to do any of these things you keep pushing to you accomplish it and you are very successful at that's what persistence is it can happen in any genre any t- anything in life that's where persistence can be used and it's essential and why not It shouldn't be a situation where you're giving up. And I know sometimes you want to give up. And I know it's hard to keep going and keep attacking and keep accomplishing. And and that feels like, how am I going to do this? But I ask myself that when I'm in these precarious situations. And how do I keep doing it? It's because I want to live a life where I'm not questioning myself. And the only way I can do that is by being persistent every step of the way. And I've done that for a while now, and it's only worked out in my favor. So if you're wondering about persistence, that's what it is. Next part of the conversation, holding on to your sanity during this nightmare. How do you hold on to your sanity during this nightmare that's happening in the United States? I mean, you just have to be reminded about what the United States is. How do you... hold on to your sanity while you're watching everything burn in front of you they're talking about climate change they're talking about electric cars they're still blabbing about medical the progressives are talking about some insane crap the republicans are still making up shit about like what kids are learning in school then there's the other side of it where I agree with the Republicans. What Ron DeSantis did in uh, Florida, I agree with that. I don't think children that are like three to eight years old or three to ten years old should be hearing about sexuality like that. That's disgusting. They're children. What's happening? Why isn't that on the actual news? How do you not go insane hearing things like that? As a young woman that has nephews and nieces... I'm horrified by that. My nephew Carter is like seven and I don't want him hearing about this crap. 
He's not going to understand it. And then he's going to have all these fucking questions. And who's going to answer them? I mean, who? Doesn't that make you feel like what's happening here? Because I know it makes me feel like that. So other people have to be having these questions with me. Just these people have these psychotic thoughts and these gross ass like feelings. And then they just want to saunter it. And nothing's being solved. So how do you keep your head above water? Or how do you keep sane during the nightmare? You just focus on on the end of it. You just keep your eyes at the end of the rainbow. You're going to be successful and everything's going to work. That's it. Everything you want to accomplish, you can accomplish. Everything that you want to finish is going to be completed. Who's excited about Twitter? We talked about Elon Musk at the beginning of this. I'm excited about Twitter because I hope he really does buy it to get rid of these shitty people on the board and get and to shut down the leftists and their psychotic thoughts. But I don't know if Twitter can be fixed. There's bots on there and there's a whole bunch of stuff that's not good. Hopefully it can be fixed, but we'll have to wait and we'll have to see. So what's happening next? I don't know, but I guess we're going to find out. But I don't know. I like Twitter. Uh, I've liked Twitter for a while. I think it gives people the availability to keep up with things that they're interested in, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a radio show, or whether it's just someone that you're interested in. Sometimes I like following Jay-Z around because I like him as a rapper, and I find that very interesting. Uh, Pusher T is kind of cool, but it's better to follow him on Instagram, I guess. Um, Having access to follow you know, people that you enjoy, it's kind of interesting, especially like authors and things like that. You got to have access to their Twitter so you can see their feed, which is very important. And I think that's essential. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Running into truth. I think saying that is so exhilarating for me. Because you can get so flustered listening to all these different things from all these different channels from all these different people every day it's everywhere it's pharma commercials it's all these things it's all there all the time it's never ending propaganda 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 and it never stops and i know we want to thank how can we get over this But you have to find truth in it. Call out the lies. Call out the crap. Like when I'm talking to someone and we're having a conversation about politics or Democrats versus Republican, like my mom said, Republicans are trying to get stop Medicare or something. And it's like Republicans might be trying to stop Medicare. But what do you think Democrats are doing? They're trying to create free medical. Why do you think they're trying to create free medical? Are we looking at that? 
there's three sides to every story. There's what actually happened, and then there's the people's opinions of what happened, and the other people's opinions of what happened. Those are the three sides. America is built on a bunch of shit where we give the politicians all this power. And I have this conversation with Skip all the time. He's always like, why are we talking about politicians? They have power. Like, when I'm talking to other people, like friends or whatever, like, how do we live our lives not recognizing that they get to make all these decisions and we have to just abide by it? Why are we electing these morons in the office and they're not going to do anything? Right? Right. So the truth will set you free. If you're in a situation where you're just surrounded by lies, just play no part in it because truth is always going to find its way out. And that leads us into the next part of our conversation, which is telling the truth is essential. Telling the truth is essential because if you don't have the truth, you don't have anything. Lying isn't the truth. Lying is making yourself feel better about a situation. Making yourself feel better about a situation isn't telling the truth. It isn't. That's it. So, next part of our conversation. Honey garlic is an amazing twist on garlic with a little bit of sweet. I think you could put honey garlic on basically anything. Chicken, shrimp, uh, filet mignon, regular steak, maybe some meatballs. Really anything you want to do, you could put uh, honey garlic on it. And it would probably taste really good. Probably even pork chops. Beef meatballs. Uh, if we're talking about beef meatballs, I think I'd go in the Italian direction and add some like rosemary and some other spices into it to really give it an Italian flair. I'm obsessed with, but I do like beef. Um, I, I was really considering going back into vegan, but I don't know if I could do it. Chicken salad. I'm tempted to make a big, big pan of chicken salad. Um, I love the flavors of chicken salad. Add some, uh, like, um almonds into it and and really make it truly authentic you could really put that on anything crackers wraps sandwiches a salad whatever you want that's just a healthy alternative let's try the quesadilla maker now i got a quesadilla maker and i really do feel like i want to start making quesadillas with it and see what it tastes like i really think we're gonna fall in love with it what's in a taco pasta i think the idea of a taco pasta is you put the same things that you would put in that tacos you just use pasta instead and and we've talked about it before but this time i think i want to elevate the flavors and make it maybe a little bit spicier i think that would be great meal prep for like lunch during the week for work i think we definitely should try it who's ready for ice cream i'm ready for ice cream we have an ice cream maker and i'm ready to get it out and put it on the counter and get churning some ice cream I know you're probably thinking it's probably easier for you to just buy the ice cream than make it, but I got that because I really wanted to focus on eating vegan, and I really do think maybe I can go back into my vegan lifestyle that I want to do very easily, and I'm just going to keep the things that I bought to do that, so I don't feel bad about it, and I'm kind of excited about making my own ice cream. The idea that I get to chop my own strawberries up, my own berries, and make my own ice cream or my own uh, pineapples... And I get to do everything on my own, mangoes, whatever it be. The idea that I get to use my fingers and my hands and I get to get a little bit dirty and, you know, cooking, that that's exciting for me. So I can't wait to see what flavors we make. You know I'm going to have to use almond milk because I don't like regular milk. So we're going to see what this tastes like. Hopefully it comes out good. 
Also, you don't have to make the ice cream if you don't want to. You can just buy the ice cream in the freezer section if you're lazy and don't feel bad about it. They have this Friendly's ice cream that's in this little cup. Uh, they're very uh, fairly priced. They're like a buck fifty or something. They're in uh, the grocer. They're in um, what the hell is it called? Big Y. Fairly priced. And then they have all these other ice creams. We're uh, boycotting Ben and Jerry because they're psychotic and we won't eat them. But they have other ice creams like we like Briars and they've got a lot of good flavors. I don't know. There's something about vanilla bean that I really like. Um, I kind of want to get like ice cream cones and have like an ice cream party. I know. Like what is wrong with you trying to have an ice cream party? But why not? You know, after a week of working, maybe that would be a nice thing to have. Right. An ice cream party. Who knows? That'd probably be like a weekend activity. Invite all your family over or some friends. Get the ice cream out. Put something good on. Have a great time. You know, as as we're getting out of this COVID thing or we're, if we're getting back into it, we need to be around our friends and our family and we need to love them. And who doesn't want ice cream? Just saying. Next part of our conversation. Let's get into watching. How do you watch movies versus shows? Well, movies are typically like an hour and then they're over and then there's an ending to it. A show, it's like a series, so it's not going to end after like the first episode of it. So there's that. Netflix is good with reality TV. I think they do a phenomenal job with reality TV and I like all their reality TVs. I'm watching uh, something really cool right now. It's called... Um, it's like a reality TV show where they have to, they're trying to win like $10,000. It's really good. Well, no, not $10,000, $100,000. What is it called? The Circle. I'm obsessed with it. I already watched all the episodes of um, Selling Sunset. I watched a bunch of other shows too. And I'm obsessed with all of them. And I really like them. And I didn't think I was really going to like, um, netflix like this but i absolutely love it and i can't wait to find something else new in it skip says i'm a little obsessed but who cares um next part of our conversation the outlaws that's on amazon we're gonna give that a try the wilds i don't know skip wants to give that a try but then i tried to talk to him about it and he was like i don't know so that might be a show i watched by myself a very british scandal i think that's on amazon too and we need to start Tehran. That's on Apple. But I don't know how many episodes there are, but I do want to try it. But we're going to have to see what it's like. Um, it looks good. I did watch the preview for it. Uh, there's a lot of good things on Apple, and I think that's definitely one of the shows you definitely want to watch. So I'm going to try it and tell you what it's like after. Um, I'm going to give it the first episode a try, and then we'll talk about it after. Anyways, this is the end of the pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will speak to you tomorrow on Thursday. Bye. Don't forget to watch a new show and make your own ice cream. Why not try it? See you tomorrow. Bye.